Hey everyone, how are you all doing today? Today we're going to cover a very deadly bounty hunter named Bosk. Now we've seen Bosk in the original trilogy, and you may have seen him in some of the games as well. So starting off at number one, we're going to learn about how Bosk earned his actual name. Now Bosk's species, the Trandoshans, came from a culture focused on strength and hardiness in part due to their natural ability to regenerate severed limbs, but most importantly because of their religious devotion to the hunt. This was a tradition that the majority of the Trandoshans followed, which is why the bulk of the sentient alien reptilians were mercenaries, slavers, and bounty hunters. Bosk followed in his cultural tradition literally from birth. When he hatched from his egg, that's right, from an egg, he was the first of his clutch to do so and therefore immediately began to devour each of his unhatched siblings to the pride of his father, Kradosk. Now, this could be why he was named Bosk in the first place, as in Dosh, the language of the Trandoshans, his name means devours his prey. As his father was the leader of the Bounty Hunters Guild, Bosk straightaway began his training, which was in keeping with centuries-long Trandoshan customs. His first prey, after his brothers and sisters, were Wookiees, as the two species had a long history of animosity between each other. Number two, Bosk was the ruler of an entire star system. Credits and reputation are not the only rewards the bounty hunter profession can bestow. Some of the most successful bounty hunters managed to win actual titles and positions of power, as did Bosk. When he went to the Outer Rim world of Quotil, where the last battle of the Stark hyperspace war had taken place, the entire system had partaken in this conflict and the Trandoshan hunter had been given a bounty on the monarch of the Kotile. Once he successfully captured the ruler, Bosk was made the new monarch of the entire system. Number three, Bosk's costume appeared in Star Wars before he did. The scene of the lineup of bounty hunters on Darth Vader's Super Star Destroyer in The Empire Strikes Back is very iconic, but Bosk's suit didn't come from a galaxy far, far away, but instead, from the British Royal Air Force of the 1960s planet Earth. The reptilian was wearing an unmodified high-altitude Windac pressure suit. That aside from being used by the RAF, can be seen in pop culture in the fourth season of Doctor Who, in the episode titled The Tenth Planet. However, in Star Wars, the suit actually made its first appearance in the Mos Eisley Cantina in A New Hope, on the character named Boshek, who introduced Obi-Wan Kenobi to Chewbacca. Now here's a fun fact, Ken Coley, the actor who played Admiral Piet on Vader's ship, the Executor, had a natural reaction of disgust towards Bosk's sharp toes that were hanging above him in the scene. His reaction was not in the script, but Empire's director Irvin Kirshner kept it in the film. Admiral Piet's disgust didn't come so much from Bosk's appearance, but was more based on the immorality of the bounty hunter. Number four. Bosk considered Boba Fett his greatest rival. Bounty hunters, by their profession and their nature of their profession, are always angling for the highest paying commissions and therefore are in constant competition with one another. These conflicts can often escalate to the point where each hunter will try and kill the other to secure the bounty for themselves. This was especially true when it came to the relationship between Bosk and Boba Fett. Now, Bosk long challenged Fett's status as the greatest bounty hunter in the galaxy, but even so, at times, these two notorious hunters had to team up when their quarry was extremely difficult. As was the case when Rogue Stormtrooper Commander and Commando Trin Vosant was used by Emperor Palpatine and Black Sun leader Prince Zizor to destroy the Bounty Hunter Guild and continue the Bounty Hunter Wars. Now both Bosk and Fett had to reluctantly team up to subdue and apprehend the Stormtrooper. But then Bosk elected to betray Fett on board Slave One and take him captive as well. However, the fake Mando Bounty Hunter was 
ready for the Trandoshan's betrayal and had already enlisted the aid of another bounty hunter named Zuckus to back him up. However, after stopping Bosk together, Boba Fett then double-crossed Zuckus instead and left both him and Bosk in his damaged vessel as he took an escape pod with the bounty, keeping the reward for himself in true bounty hunter fashion. Number 5. Bosk's Ship to Hound's Tooth Like all epic bounty hunters in the galaxy far, far away, Bosk had his own ship, with a devilish serial number no less. It was a modified Corellian Engineering Corporation YV-666 lighter freighter, named the Hound's Tooth, that functioned as Bosk's living quarters while he was in space and as his base of operations. In addition, Bosk had fitted the Hound's Tooth with a few extra weapons, like missile launchers and ion cannons worthy of any bounty hunter. Much to the alarm of any guests aboard his ship, it wasn't unusual for Bosk to leave the mutilated bodies of pelts of his bounties just laying around out in the open. The Reptilian had owned another freighter prior to the Hound's Tooth, but it had been destroyed by Han Solo. The scoundrel had landed the Millennium Falcon on top of Bosk's old ship and crushed it after the Trandoshan's failed assault on Gandolo 4. This was a colony world of Wookiees. But the Hound's Tooth was a considerable upgrade to the freighter he had lost, as it was much more robust and served Bosk well for a much longer time. Number 6. Bosk inadvertently saved hundreds of Wookiees. After Vader had sent Bosk and the other bounty hunters after the crew of the Millennium Falcon, the Trandoshan looked at several leads as he tried to find the tricky rebels. That's when, to his surprise, he was approached by a Chenlumbek, a Wookiee bounty hunter and his apprentice, Tinian. Given that Trandoshans usually hunt Wookiees, that one wanted to work with Bosk, which was really unexpected. Nevertheless, Chen Lambeck managed to convince the alien reptilian that he and his apprentice could lead Bosk to the Millennium Falcon, along with also offering him a killing off hunting Wookiees on Lomabu 3. Bosk should have listened to his instincts because it wasn't long before the Wookiee bounty hunter and Tinian deceived Bosk and trapped him in a meat locker. This was in the hopes that the Empire would arrest the Trandoshan for illegal Wookiee pelting. Now with Bosk out of the picture, Chen Lambeck and Tinian charged an Imperial Detention Center and extracted hundreds of Wookiee prisoners and used Bosk's own ship to deliver them to the Rebel Alliance. As for Bosk, well, the Imperial who obtained him wanted to use his hide to make his wife a Trandoshan coat, but before that became his fate, Bosk managed to get away. Number 7. Bosk once beat Boba Fett. Bosk was on the Hound's Tooth when he found a delayed bomb and was forced to vacate his ship in an escape pod. But as he was hurling towards Tatooine, he discovered another bomb in the pod and tried to disarm it, until the timer hit zero and nothing happened. The Trandoshan realized he had been tricked into abandoning his ship and watched helplessly as Boba Fett stole it. But after he crash-landed on the desert world, Bosk went about doing what his species does best and began tracking down the most notorious bounty hunter in the galaxy. Now, he wasn't sure how Boba had survived the Sarlacc Pit, and if you aren't either, you can check out my other video covering just that from Legends, but he was in possession of evidence that he had once taken from Fett's ship, Slave One. Evidence that was important to the Mandalorian bounty hunter, or sorry, fake Mandalorian bounty hunter, and which Bosk could use to lure Fett to him. They confronted each other in the Mos Eisley Cantina. Both bounty hunters held their own. But when Fett was presented with an opportunity, he pressed down his blaster pointed directly at Bosk's head. But the Trandoshan refused to give up the evidence, even if it meant his death. Seeing no choice, Fett conceded, and in exchange for the evidence's return, he transferred a large sum of credits to Bosk, who therefore walked away the victor. Number 8. 
Luke Skywalker cut his limbs off. Jabba the Hutt once placed a bounty on the fledgling Jedi Luke Skywalker, which Bosk decided to accept because of his hatred towards Han Solo and Chewie, who he knew were friends of the rebel hero. Luke, Leia, and the droids were headed back to Tatooine so they could take part in Big's Dark Lighter's funeral. Luke's old friend had lost his life to Darth Vader, during the assault on the Death Star in the Yavin system. After the service, Luke met up with his other friend Jackson, and they both opted to join in a swoop race. However, Bosk had rigged their speeders so that they would explode. Afterwards, he gagged and bound them together and carried the both of them off into the Jundland wastes of Tatooine. The reptilian gloated when they woke up, but that soon came to a sharp end, when Luke surprised him by using his lightsaber to break free and cut off the Trandoshan bounty hunter's arm and leg. After making their way back to the Mos Eisley Cantina, it was Luke's turn to be surprised, as Bosk confronted him again with regrown limbs. Luckily in the end, Luke got the better of Bosk again and managed to get away. Number 9. He was armed to the teeth. Bosk, like all of his people, may have evolved to be a natural hunter, and as a Trandoshan, he was stronger and bulkier than most species in the galaxy. But his innate traits didn't stop him from carrying an arsenal of high-tech weapons to use against his prey. He had standard blasters, thermal detonators, flamethrowers, but also his favorite weapon, the Blastech Relby V10 microgrenade launcher. This weapon could hold up to 55 microgrenades, each of which had a blast radius of up to 3 meters. With his scope attached, Bosk could, without difficulty, fire controlled explosive projectiles at his quarry to soften them up before he took them captive. Finally, number 10. Boba Fett's costume was molded on the body of the man who played Bosk. The British actor, Alan Harris, was the man beneath all that alien reptilian makeup. Harris actually played several roles throughout the original trilogy. In A New Hope, he was one of Princess Leia's rebel escorts, and then later on Yavin 4, he was a mechanic in the war room. You can also catch him as Sergeant Bislav Merrill, one of the guards on Bespin during The Empire Strikes Back. Now, in addition to those characters, and Bosk, of course, in all three films, he was also one of the faceless stormtroopers. He was in both Episode 5 and 6, Return of the Jedi, where he served as the body double of C-3PO. But we're not done yet. Harris was also the design model for Boba Fett's costume and the body model for Han Solo's carbonite block. Along with all that, Alan Harris also made it into The Phantom Menace years later as Terence Stamps, which was the actor who was Supreme Chancellor Valorum's body double. And now we're done. Hope you enjoyed this video about Bosk, the other bounty hunter that many don't know too much about, unless you've played Battlefront and find his moves and tactics super annoying with those gas grenades that actually drive me insane. But hope you have a great day. May the force be with you.